1: Hello and welcome to another series of I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. I can promise you three things hundreds of laughs, ten fun packed programs, and two broken promises. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, four broken men Graham Garden and John Junkin on my left, <laughs> Finbrook Taylor and Willie Rushton on my right. <laughs> Not forgetting our lovely scorer, Samantha. <laughs> oh. I'd like to take time off to welcome her back. Not as much as I welcome her front. Anyway, let's get on now to... (laughs) Let's get on to the first game, which is predictions for 1996. I'd like our teams to gaze at their crystal balls and tell me what they see. I see in 1996,
2: Norman Tebbit will win the Tour de France. (laughs) I'm
3: sorry you introduced this, Ryan, because I just spotted a memorial service for myself in Westminster Abbey in the January.
0: <laughs> the big story of 1996 will be the Pope allows Roman Catholics to use the contraceptive pill. It has my blessing, she says.
4: <laughs> that's, that's fairly big. The big one for 1996 will be Derek Jameson gets an announcement right. <laughs> Edward Heath will complain about Mrs Thatcher. <laughs>
2: You'll be able to watch BBC TV three times a week on Wogan One. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Prime Minister Derek Hatton will open his mouth to declare the Channel Tunnel open and four cars will drive in.
0: Talking about television, the BBC in 1996 are going to agree to show commercials and ITV are going to agree to show programmes. LAUGHTER
3: Iran Radio announces the Ayatollah is still alive and well, it's just he's invisible.
2: (laughs) British Rail will say, we're getting there, but we've forgotten quite where we're meant to be getting.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Bernard Manning will celebrate his fifth year on Blue Peter. (laughs) With Dame Samantha Fox. (laughs) Graham Garden went into
1: an early lead in that round, but uh, as Tim was the only one who actually got a ripple of applause, <laughs> I, shall give him the, I shall give him the mark. Where? <laughs> Next week, the lira. <clears throat> this, is, this is the point where I give the team's advance warning of the late arrivals that they'll be announcing later on in the programme. This week, we'll be asking them to announce the late arrivals at the communications ball. The communications ball. Uh-huh. So while the rest of the programme's going on, will you all be thinking about that, please? Here's a round that's called Good News, Bad News. Someone whom I'm about to nominate will start with some good news. The next person will give us the corresponding bad news, and then the next person the good news and so on, until I press the buzzer, which, for those of you listening at home, I'd like to know it sounds like this. We'll start with uh, Graham.
0: Good news. I've just come out of hospital. Bad news.
2: One bit at a time.
3: <laughs> good news, but all the important bits are here. <laughs> no bad news, your brain's at the stage door. <laughs> uh, the good news is it's being very closely guarded.
2: Bad news by a starving Doberman <laughs>
4: The good news is it's a vegetarian.
3: The bad news is your brain's a vegetable. <laughs> right,
1: Samantha, if you'll uh, mark up one point to Willie Rushton, please. And stop doing your nails. <laughs> Sorry, huh? Graham, <laughs> Graham... Frame Garden's going to start again with this one.
0: Oh, right. Good news. We've left the Falklands. (laughs)
4: Bad news. We can't remember where. (laughs) Good news is Rupert Murdoch has just bought them.
3: The bad news is he'll be selling them on every street corner. (laughs) Uh,
0: The good news is that there'll be a full colour nude on page three bad news it's a sheep
4: <laughs> the good news is it's a strangely attractive sheep
5: <laughs>
1: another point to John Junkin and we go on to <laughs> Jim will you start please um,
2: good news they found a substitute for petrol
4: Bad news is it costs three times as much. (laughs) Good news,
3: it's made from sheep's droppings. (laughs) Good news?
5: (laughs) Nice part of the news.
3: The sheep.
0: Bad news is Rupert Murdoch won't let us have the sheep.
5: Uh, Good
2: news, you'll find the contents of the sun is an excellent (laughs) substitute.
4: Bad news is you can't find any contents in the sun. (laughs) <laughs> oh. Another point to John Duncan who's streaked into the lead.
1: And let's dawdle on to the next game, which is called Straight Face. In this uh, round, the aim is not to amuse the audience. Each panellist in turn says a word, and the first one who gets a laugh from the studio audience is disqualified. The remaining three continue the game in rotation until only one survives, and to that one I award all the marks available in this particular series. <laughs> and we're going to start with you Tim Timbrook Taylor Nose job
5: <laughs> Two I, words, I, two words I
1: heard a titter there I must admit I heard a titter That was Samantha <laughs> Couldn't have been, she's asleep Didn't you in the audience hear a titter? You didn't, you didn't no. You're back in the game Thank you A game you.
3: Willie. Willie, are you with us? I'm trying to think of a word. I <laughs> <laughs> You think of all the words. Exit. Microphone. Yeah.
0: There
1: was a laugh over there. You're oh. all okay. right.
2: Syllabub. Creativity. Brainstorm.
1: <laughs> Constipation. Did you hear it, Ted? I definitely... I'm sorry, Tim. Oh. But, uh, so it's really now between John and Willie. John.
4: Release, death, supernumerary, funeral, grass,
3: another funeral.
4: Can I appeal that that's two words, sir? It is, yes. No, they're both one way it's the And time. he got a
1: laugh for another. I heard somebody fall about when you said another. <laughs> so I declare John Junkin the winner of that. time <laughs> Right, right, too. Gosh, this is exciting. Now we go on to... We go on now to a round called Guinness Book of Records. For this round, I shall be giving our team some statistics, and I want to know what record they represent. And we'll start with you, John, as you were so
4: brilliant in that last round. 82 years. That is the quickest ever time in which anyone has ever got a response from the DHSS. (laughs)
1: Very good. There is a more, a rather more official answer to that. Would you like to hear it? It's Britain's Longest Marriage.
4: Britain's yeah. Longest movie. Yes, definitely. How long 80, was that? 80 82 years. years. 82 years. Good Lord. Yes. No, Tim, yours just feels like yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Willie <laughs> Rushton, here's he one for about you. my marriage. Yes. yes.
5: Sorry.
1: 3,000 bottles. <laughs> the cabinet's last leak. <laughs> Yes, or if you want to know the official answer, it's the largest ever wine tasting—3,000 bottles per person. What's that? Graham Garden, your statistic is this: it's simply the word "sparfansag tibolag skenmuds utafak fornings personnel bekladnads magazines for ads for Walterin."
0: That's the record. Um, that actually is. Richard still goes anagram of the entire text of Starlight Express. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you bitch!
1: <laughs> I think it's the Swedish for yes. <laughs> well, you get half a mile for saying it's Swedish. It's a Swedish. It's the longest Swedish word. On the ninety-four time. letters, and it means you'll be thrilled here: the manager of the depot for the supply of uniforms to the personnel of the track cleaners' union of the tramway company.
0: Gosh, I know that's him. Useful. Is Richard hmm. Still
1: <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor. Hello. Here's your statistic. No one at all. That I think is our highest listening figure.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely
1: correct. Going on to you now. <laughs> now I'm sorry to have to tell you, in the Guinness Book of Records, it's the lowest attendance for a new play the premier of the comedy Bag in Grantham.
5: <laughs> she got and her own back there, didn't she? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I don't think that actually qualifies because nobody lives in Grantham. <laughs> well... Well, you can't call it living.
5: <laughs> Some sort of terrifying people to, were born there.
4: I was just going to make it absolutely clear
1: that uh, the... Connection between the Prime Minister's birthplace and the word bag is entirely coincidental. Don. Yes, Sixteen foot by seven and
4: a half foot. <laughs> Those are the exact dimensions of Barry Manilow's nose. Yes.
1: Yes? <laughs> it's also the, the, the measurements of the smallest pub in Britain. He never goes there for a drink. I can't understand why. <laughs> Willie, 4.7 inches long.
5: Is that a
3: statement or is it a, <laughs> or a boast? Sounds like the height of Ronnie Corbett's ambition, huh? It's the smallest
1: snake in the world, known as the thread snake. Graham Garden, here's another one for you. 11,000 men.
0: That's Joan Collins' salary. <laughs>
2: Per
1: day, it's also or... the largest jailbreak ever from the Gazra prison in Iran in nineteen seventy-nine. Timbrook Taylor Forty times.
2: <laughs> Far be it from me to boast, but um <laughs> this is an incomplete. It should be forty times, four hundred and twenty copies of the sun, forty-five copies of the mirror. It's the newspaper order for the House of Lords.
4: <laughs> I think it's Joan Collins' salary as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jack and Edna Moran married each other 40 times. <laughs> Pretty amazing. One of the marriages lasted 82 years, which brings us to the, where we <laughs> <laughs> were starting. We're going to now play, and uh, I know everybody will be delighted that we've got round to it so early in the series the game Mornington Crescent. Sadly, today is the last time that we're allowed to play the game, teams. As you know, there are plans for Mornington Crescent Station to be sold off to the Americans. And this means that until the shareholders meeting next month, we can't play the game in case it publicizes the station and affects share prices. <laughs> Frankly, we feel that this is an outrage, and I wonder if our audience agrees.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They all clapped.
4: They <laughs> agreed
2: with you.
1: Anyway, if you at home are upset about this, please write to the appropriate authorities, and we'll give you their address at the end of the programme. Meanwhile we have been allowed to play it one last time. And on this moving occasion we'll play the straight version teams. Yeah. And we'll start with you, Willie Rushton. It's a very sad moment, isn't it? It is actually.
3: Regent Street. Tottenham.
1: Tottenham what? <laughs> Tottenham three.
2: After
3: Tottenham.
1: Two. Oh. No, Tottenham. Tottenham's all right. Tottenham up. He doesn't have to qualify that in nice the straight version. <laughs>
2: In that case, I suppose it must be Addison Road.
0: You have to be careful with that. Mm. <laughs> it's
4: time for junk, isn't it? mm. Let's go. Romford Road. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Willie's visibly
0: uh, shaken by yeah. like that
3: move. Googe Street. Right. We're not playing crabbits, are we? <laughs> no. I think you um, tell that uh, the way I said Good Street with such confidence.
0: Yes, yes, but you normally make your mistakes with such confidence. It had me <laughs> fooled for a moment. Piccadilly. Good morning, St. Crescent. Yeah.
3: it was rusty old John wandering down Romford Way that, I've never
1: seen two people more flabbergasted than Graham and John uh, that, uh, that well, um, last minute we move were, of Timbrook Taylor's which was we so thoroughly appreciated by our audience
2: oh, uh, can I play my joker on the next round please
1: yes you may and that round is last episode in this round the aim is to put the last nail in the coffin of a long running radio or television show and close the series in one line Colin Sell will play the theme music and I'll abort points for Bad Taste. And we're going to start with you, Willie Rushton. Will you put the uh, last nail in the coffin of Hospital Watch?
3: My word. Dark in here in the very bowels of Mrs. Amanda Purvis of Exeter, but we're using the infrared cameras we use on Fox Watch, and in the script it says she has anemia. I think that's it. No, she's a- about to have anemia. An enema. An- 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 run
5: for your lives, man!
1: Graham, try and follow that for bad taste. (laughs) Your uh, work of art is Treasure Hunt.
5: Treasure Hunt. Bring (laughs) it
1: to an abrupt end, please.
0: All right. Helicopter lands. Girl jumps out. Shouts at camera. Well, here I am at the castle, and there's (laughs) lots of people here, but I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Does anybody know where I'm supposed to go? Uh, Annika, uh zip
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tim Tim Brooke-Taylor oh, Juliet
1: Bravo thing.
2: Morning inspector in the club again
1: <laughs> John Will you put an end, please, to Down Your Way?
4: Hello. And Down Your Way this week comes from Sellafield.
1: Right, we're going on to the game called Just a Minim. And this is a musical round in which the team members attempt to sing a song for a minute without hesitation, repetition, or deviation. And our song is I Feel Pretty. <laughs> and as Tim Brooke Taylor played his joker in the last round <laughs> and didn't get any points, <laughs> we better, we'll start with him. Um, Challenge from Graham Garden. Hesitation. Tim.
2: I thought it was repetition on the piano.
1: He dropped the octave. Well, I'm sure
2: there's something he can put on it. Okay, will you start again?
4: I feel pretty. Oh, so beautiful. I feel... big Challenge there from John. Repetition of I feel. Not yet. No, he was going to, but he hasn't yet. He said, oh, so? Well, I thought we were running late. I'd anticipate. (laughs) He was about
2: probably to do that. Uh, Carry on. This person senses wonderful and uh, tremendous and bright. Challenge there from
1: Game Garden.
0: Uh, Deviation. Tremendous isn't um, a paraphrase for witty. And you haven't said witty yet. You could have said Why are it bothering (laughs) (laughs)
1: anyone? I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to give you the point for hesitation, because he said er uh, twice. Yes. He said er. Uh. Ah, did he? Yes. So will you take up the
3: song, Graham? And I pity any girl who isn't me tonight. I feel charming. Challenge from Tim.
2: I. I pity any girl who isn't really the I feel charming. Oh,
1: I is too short a word to, to come into consideration here. Oh, all right. So I'm going <laughs> to allow the point and it's over to you, you will tell Clement Freud that. Very well.
3: <laughs>
5: aye ay ay ay.
4: Challenge from John. Hesitation.
1: Uh, did, you, uh, did you hear a hesitation? I well, between the
4: first four eyes and the last six <laughs> eyes, there was definitely
0: a pause. <laughs> Calling four eyes.
1: <laughs> well, John, yeah, I'll allow that. I'll allow that, and I'll give you, John. You now have uh, well uh, about forty minutes. To continue the song, will
4: you? Carry on. Pretty, but I hardly can believe me real. See the pretty girl in that mirror there. How can I, how can I, how can I sing this song if I'm selections from the Gibson Girl? <laughs> the Gibson
1: Girl. <laughs> He's got to stay this, with. John, me. John, just, just to calm you down, I'm going to give you the points for that round. Thank you very much indeed. I feel. And that's the reason you. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it through dereliction of duty on the part of Tim and Willie, because he said, how can I, how can I, how can I, three times, and you didn't (laughs) buzz. The first time is in tune. So let's do another song. And, John, you'll have the privilege of starting this one. And the song is Let's Do
4: It. And that's why chinks do it, japs indulge. Up in Lapland, little laps also may function. (laughs)
5: Let's do it.
4: Shall we fall in love? Tim, challenge. I'm afraid it was do-it. Two do-its, that's a quartet.
1: Two do-its and a (laughs) let. Yes, right, over to you, Tim.
2: Let's fall in love. In Spain, the best upper sets. Make an attempt at something Mm. like it. Lithuanians, and let's also partake.
0: In Lithuanians and Letts are the same people.
5: <laughs> Even if
2: they were, that would be so clever that no, nobody would like you.
5: <laughs> well, no, well, well, no.
0: Christmas I get a Lithuanian diary. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it's about as much use as... as... OK, yes. I'll allow that.
1: <laughs> I'll allow that, uh, Graham. Will you take up the song?
0: Where? <laughs> Uh, where the, have in you? Old <laughs> the Dutch in old Amsterdam, uh, have a go at it. Not to mention the Finns. Challenge from Tim. It.
1: <laughs> Everybody's been repeating it. No, they haven't. Some of, have not. Some of us of anyway, not. Anyway, my
0: decision is final. Carry on, Grave.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Folks
0: in Siam do the thing. Think of Siamese twins. <laughs> Repetition Chans- twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow that.
1: Right, Willie, you've got uh, four seconds. Some Argentines without means. Challenge from John? Repetition of Eans. <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: got a lot of truth in that.
1: Yes, yes. That gives you one second, John. People, People say in Boston Challenge from Tim. Hesitation. Yes, there was. <laughs> Tim, you have half a second.
2: In Boston even <laughs>
4: from John, John after the bell. Making Cole Porter turn in his grave,
5: <laughs>
4: which is deviation.
5: <laughs> right.
1: Well, Tim Brook Taylor won that round. <laughs> And we come on now, teams, to the late arrivals. I'm going to ask you to announce for the Communications Ball. I'm going to sit back and have a chat with Samantha.
0: <laughs> all the way from America, will you welcome Mr. and Mrs. Com and their English cousin, British Tilly Com?
2: <laughs> will you welcome, he's all the way from Wales, Mr. and Mrs. Ling Code and their son, the Welsh international Dyling code.
4: <laughs> Would you welcome Mr and Mrs Express and their daughter Peony Express?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Certainly. Related vaguely to George and Arthur tints on a string. The two tints on a string. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a warm welcome, please, for Mr and Mrs Sturdletter and their son Reggie Sturtletter.
3: <laughs> the giraffes! <laughs> <laughs> And their son, Graf. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs.
0: Confidential and their daughter in the Army, Private Anne Confidential.
3: <laughs> the Isti Services and their daughter, Honor Madge. <laughs>
2: From the police communications room, will you welcome our guests, Mr. and Mrs. Cars in the vicinity, and their son, Colin, all cars in the vicinity.
3: <laughs> From Dynasty, with shoulders like a pack horse, crystal set.
5: <laughs>
2: the day calls, that's May Day Call, and a cheap
1: son day call. <laughs> I've just had a communication from the producer that I've got to wind up the show because it's running down.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mr. and Mrs. gauged
2: sound and their son Ian gauged sound. <laughs> and from France, the family self-prost. that's Marcel Prost and Pa
5: yeah! <laughs>
1: Go home now. Like. <laughs> I think I will. So it's uh, <laughs> goodbye from it's goodbye from all of us. And join us again next week.
0: <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor, John Junkin, Graham Garden, and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme is produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. <laughs>
5: And you can hear the next, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, on Saturday at five past nine. Uh, A number of listeners have called us in the last few minutes asking if Willie Rushton was justified in saying Gooch Street after John Junkin's Romford Row in the game of Mornington Crescent. Well, from what I can remember of the game, he wasn't. In the straight version, he should have responded with a station on the Bakerloo line, which would have let Graham Garden in with a crossover gambit and victory in five. I'm surprised none of them noticed that slip, but congratulations to those of you who did.